So it's the uh, first weekend of the Fringe. So like last year, Gordon and I thought we'd do um, some podcasts. Fringe-related chat. This is our Fringe preview show. We haven't actually been to see any shows yet because it's only just started. I mean, there are preview days, and you know, and with hindsight, maybe we should have gone to some shows within the preview days. Therefore, we could have given you some some reviews to kickstart this Fringe month of chat. Um, but you know, we didn't because we tend not to plan these things in advance. The other thing as well is it was raining all day, and it's been raining all night as well. So uh, it was very difficult. Again, what we did last year was we found various places, fringe venues where we could gorilla record it, sitting in the sun on a park bench or something, or on a picnic table in a fringe venue and drinking some beer. It was all very civilised. Well, today, it was raining so much that we couldn't really record outside. That would be crazy. So we recorded in the Pleasance Dome, um, which had lots and lots of people there, and sort of, we were sort of in a cafeteria, sort of, well, it wasn't rather, it was a bar, but it had kind of cafeteria noises. And people kept walking past us with suitcases and stuff. The other thing we tried to do was record a live, which, um, as you can imagine, out about out and about was a fairly ambitious thing to do. And it did kind of work eventually, although at first it didn't. And that's why I'm doing this sort of lengthy introduction. It's because the introduction that we recorded didn't actually work. So uh, we kind of figured it out halfway through the first song. And then we all pressed the right buttons and it seemed to work. So um hope you enjoy the podcast. It's quite noisy in the background. I think next time. Uh, a, we're going to have some interviews next time, which is going to be great. We're going to maybe have some uh, chat with people who are doing stuff with the Fringe. Hopefully have some reviews as well, because by next week we will have seen some shows. So we'll be able to give hopefully positive reviews for some shows through the Edinburgh Fringe. Anyway, so this is the first of probably four podcasts that Gordon and I are going to do from the Fringe uh, every weekend. And we're going to tr- still try and do them live, you know, now that we've figured out which buttons to press. So let's start off with some music. It's lighter music. I say lighter music. It's um, music that you've probably already heard in the podcast, some of our favourites from the last six months or so. Um, so nothing new music-wise and some random chat. Hopefully you'll enjoy it. And like I say, when we do these live, if you check the Edinburgh Man Twitter feed at Edinburgh underscore man, you can tweet at us, and if you even were in Edinburgh, you could try and find us when we're recording it, and then uh, kind of gate crash it if you do have any reviews or if you want to plug a show. I should stop talking now. This is History by the Spook School. <laughs> I was a boy, I was 
It's the Fringe. It's the first weekend of the Fringe. And uh, have you been to see anything yet? You haven't? I haven't. I booked my two expensive shows for the Fringe, which are David Sedaris uh, doing book readings from his new book and uh, Adam Buxton doing his music video festival thing, Bug. All right. That's the youtube one. That is the youtube one. In fact, you can check out... He did a YouTube special where you can, like... If you um, look up Adam Buxton Bug on YouTube, I think it's like a playlist, and it mixes between actual music videos and recordings of him doing a sort of presentation and reading out YouTube comments as well, which is quite funny, and um, so is it, checking out. Is it, like... Does he just play a video? What you're describing sounds like he's just... It's sort of like, well, high concept video, or not high concept, but sort of um, interesting music videos that people wouldn't have otherwise seen. And but are his inserts done on video as well? Or are you just saying that's what he does on YouTube at the moment? Not no, no, just the YouTube one. He did a special right. YouTube version so the people sitting at home that don't live in London's uh, South Bank area ah, could I see the experience. Ah, I kind of understand. It's getting quite noisy here, isn't it? It's always noisy. It's yeah, the it's like the festival vibe, vibe the ambience. <laughs> Not that, like I say, I don't think anyone could hear us anyway. So. I think last time we were, where were we? Uh, in the Pleasance Courtyard. And there were sort of uh, mini earthquakes. And, oh yeah, because uh, those people walked past the table and it would all rock back and forth. And just blowing, blowing sounds yeah. the whole way through and you didn't have your pop filter. So no, I still don't have my pop filter. Well, I do actually have a pop filter, but I didn't bring it. I thought it was just, there wasn't any point in bringing it. I thought it was going to be so bad noisy anyway. So The other thing as well is that it's been awful weather in Edinburgh. It's like being t- like whatever it was supposed to be sort of ten centimeters of rain last night. Yeah, so it was actually flooding bits. We were walking all over town and uh, definitely experienced that. And I, I do remember. I mean, you think of Edinburgh as being quite rainy. I do remember a couple festivals ago that it was sunny the whole way through, and that sort of slightly makes yeah. me think I'm sure it'll be fine. But uh, no, it's grey. I noticed the. Um, have you been to George Square where the assembly rooms are now? Because the assembly rooms, the building is being redone. So the no. assembly moved to George Square, which is just around the corner from here. Okay. And it's a sort of a grassy square, and uh, they've replaced all the grass with astroturf. No, where, where, where is that? Just just down there, that, that way actually, I'm pointing that way now. It's pointing that way. It's where the Spiegel tent normally is. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, it's all been replaced with AstroTuff. Oh, why wouldn't you do that? They're only going to kill the grass anyway. Exactly. So I think it's because normally at the book festival, after the festival's finished, there's just a lot of mud. In fact, during the festival, it's just a lot of mud. So I figured that they probably thought AstroTuff would be a better, a better thing to do. But, uh, yeah, we were worried that the... Rain no, you're speaking away from the microphone. Oh, there. sorry. <laughs> we were worried that the rain was going to absolutely drown us out on the dome roof. I think it's okay. Yeah. We'll see how it goes at the end of it. Um, so I'll tell you what I'm going to go see. I have, I'm going to go and see um, Josie Long is my first thing that I've got written down to go and see. And that's on Monday. Or well, no Tuesday. What I did was um, the first couple of days they've normally got half price tickets, and two then ones, yeah. yeah, and then in the start of the second week they've got two for one. So that's why. I'm going next week because I'm a cheapskate. Yeah, it's a payback for the fact that the show will probably be a little bit shoddy. Yeah, Is that actually, the idea? that's a. I was quite disappointed because last year we saw um, Richard Herring's show. I think it was the. Uh, I can't remember what Christ on a bike. Christ, uh, Jesus's mustache. Yes, that's the one. <laughs> and it was. Uh, we went to see it during the preview weekend, and it was a bit rough. Well, he said this year he's done um, something like 48 preview shows even before coming to Edinburgh. I think that's a good plan. Yeah. Because the, cause the year before we saw Hitler Moustache, which is his previous show, um, 
and I can remember we saw that like towards the end of the run and it was yeah. really polished yeah. so I think it uh, yeah I think the preview shows you definitely get your yeah, money's worth as it were yeah we, well we saw Josie Long I think near the end uh, last time and that was really good um, we're definitely going to be getting tickets for that do you think and they're going to do you think they're going to do the little secretly special gig that they did last that time was she at that one that you were sea. yeah she was at that that um, was the one where you went in a magical mystery tour and yeah I was uh, I took the bus all the way to Portobello <laughs> to the town hall there um, I, I, well I, I think that came up quite randomly I don't know I only found out about through flyering although was it in the program do you remember I don't think it was I think it was released sort of announced later towards the end no, of the festival no I've got no idea to be honest but um, that's the sort of thing I guess you get here is that you just suddenly get surprised and I mean last year I was lucky enough to be unemployed so I was pretty much just wandering around Edinburgh looking for things to fill my time with until but how could you so afford to go to any of the shows if you're unemployed I don't know cheap. somehow I'm, I'm working now and I can't afford it but uh, <laughs> <laughs> you just find ways to just eat ramen noodles and things like that the other thing I'm going to go and see next week is um, on the well I'm hopefully on the Wednesday I've written all these things in my schedule but I haven't actually planned bought any tickets for most of them but there's two Edinburgh bands playing on the 10th My Tiny Robots and Pet I'm going to go see Pet Pet I, I think they're called Pet but they could be called P-E-T because all the time I've seen them written down it's been in capital letters it probably stands for P-E teacher you think? Yeah, I think they're, but they're all PE teachers. I'm going to play a track by Pet now. Okay. See, there was, a, there was a reason for getting onto that. It's I've like... always felt a bit weird about PE teachers, so we'll see if I like this track, I guess.
I don't. What? I, what you can say? I just. I don't think they were PE teachers. Ah, look. I think people can hear now. Look at that. Art idiot, art idiot on Twitter says, "All better through your sight." I don't know what that means. Well, what it means is that during that last song, and people were saying that it wasn't working for them through the mix last site, which worked yesterday. When I was, I did a little test podcast yesterday, an impromptu podcast with five minutes warning. Um, I did it through a new site called Mixler. And the, the idea is that it would be able to have more listeners. So, if you know, in the unlikely event that more than thirty people wanted to listen to the podcast, then they'd be able to do it through Mixler. So that's what we're doing. I was trying to broadcast through right now, but. It didn't seem to be working at all, so now I've kind of rooted it. I don't During trust that song, I've done something technical. I rooted it through my, my Mac at home. I don't trust sites in with our... It's only got Flickr, one, one... It sounds like it's got multiple vowels in, but it's only got one in it. Yeah. It's, don't trust it. It's kind of like a... All I wonder websites how are on, on just beta testing all the way through. Don't trust any websites. This isn't beta testing, although it is slightly ropey. One thing that we've now discovered is that, um, obviously, it must be still raining outside because people are kind of coming into the Pleasance Dome. And behind us, where we've chosen to sit, sit, sit rather, is the queue for the box office, which is kind of now sneaking by us. So if you hear strange chatter in the background, it's from people who are... And also people walking past with big bundles of keys as well. Yeah, why wouldn't you? Anyway, what on earth were we talking about before? That was Pet um, and uh, What Are You Building. I played that on the podcast before. In fact, nearly all the tracks I think I'm playing on the podcast today. I play, I played on the podcast before, um, but I kind of thought it was a bit more lightweight, fluffy um, podcast where we just ramble and chat and maybe play some music that you've listened to before and, uh, and like. Anyway, I really like that band, but I haven't seen them yet live. And they, even are though they, they are from Edinburgh. Up? No, they're from Edinburgh. Are they coming up in, in the... They're on the 10th. Yes. On the 10th, that's why. It's this week coming. They're on the 10th with My Tiny Robots. And also, um, play, who plays with... Uh, sorry, <laughs> Matthew, who also records Zed Penguin, uh, plays with Pet as well. And if you haven't seen you haven't seen Zed Penguin either, have you gone? No. He's great. He has I'm like a sort of... Hopelessly out of the loop. He has I, like I'm a the Richard of, Herring to your Andrew Collins. <laughs> <laughs> he has like a sort of a home-built... Um, Amplifier that he's made out of a Bakelite radio, or a friend has made out of a Bakelite radio, something like that. So he kind of plays this incredible sounding guitar coming out of this homemade amplifier. It's quite impressive, actually. Uh, but it sounds incredibly rough, and it's. I've, I've, when I've seen him live, I've seen him live a few times, and there's some very quizzical looks from people in the audience who didn't quite know what to expect. And <laughs> I saw, just to change the topic ever so slightly, I was looking at the iTunes Festival app, and there was a lot of a lot of bands I'm not really very interested on on there. But you can watch the sort of um, uh, the recordings of the streams that they did, live streams of their concerts, and they had Silver Apples on there. All right, Silver Apples. Yep. And uh, the guy must be about 60 now or something like that. But with his, I don't even, he's got like his own homemade organ type thing that's just lots yeah. of different analog things plugged together and playing the music. Absolutely amazing. And he's just, just stood there behind this big row of blocky things. So you've got the iTunes Festival app. Have a look at that. Just as far <laughs> as homemade uh, musical instruments. Is that a plug for the iTunes Festival app? Yeah, yeah. They're just, they, they're just paying me all sorts of things. Excellent. Uh, so what else have you got lined up anyway? You've already, you, you said you've only bought two tickets, but presumably you've got other things. You're flicking through the guide. Yeah, now. I'm seeing sound um, effects. I'm trying to see guide being Neil flicked. and Christine Hamilton every single night. Um, <laughs> <laughs> They've got to be the most objectionable people. I mean, um, I mean, you think that maybe it's an act, but you then realise that it almost certainly isn't. 
Yeah, I mean, they're just offensive by just who they are rather than anything this they harks, Doesn't this hark back to the, the last time we had a Conservative government when it was it all sort of fell apart at the end as it was mired in sleaze? And didn't wasn't he... Didn't he have some sort of scandal related to I mean, he had to resign? I'm not allowed to talk about those sort of things on the live podcast. Oh, is I, that... I get into hot water when I get into those areas and start accusing people of all sorts of things. I think you just accused someone of being a prostitute last time when they were only a stripper. It wasn't an accusation. It was a gentle... <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, I believe he took cash for questions from oh, was Muhammad Al-Fayed, cash... who then shopped him. It's like, I think if you bribe someone, you can't take the high ground by then turning them in for being bribed. But... There's all sorts of exciting Have I Got News For You style uh, exposés. And then they just go around the country being, I don't know, they think they're... And you found them as well. They're on page number 62 of the Fringe Guide. On the comedy, unfortunately. It's a terrifying picture. A terrifying... The whole thing looks horrible. And they, but they do come back every year. It is And horrible. some people must go. It's called hijinks. Oh, I don't even know. I'm not telling you what it's called. <laughs> For fear that it might encourage somebody to go along. No. It's not very likely. Anyway, so you're not going to see that. No, I was being ironic about that. Um, what are you going to see? <laughs> well, as I said, well, we are definitely going to go see... Um, Oh my god, I can't even speak English. This is, I should, I should obviously say, it's the first weekend of the festival. So it's, um, yeah, this is very much a preview show. We will have, we'll, we'll have reviews next time. There's about 900 pages of uh, guide as well to go through. Um, there's some things I quite like to see, especially things I don't, I haven't seen before, I don't know much about. Barry and Stuart, who are sort of dark black comedy magicians. Barry and Stuart. Sorry. Yeah. You said Barry. Is that a Canadian thing? Yeah. Right. Barry and Stuart. <laughs> they're, they're magic, man. And um, they're, they're actually doing two separate shows, one called Show and one called Tell, uh, where the uh, first one... I'm guessing it's going to be a sort of Penn and Teller type thing where they show you how they did it, but actually they don't really show you the whole thing and you're still left being a bit confused and stuff, but that's just... Well, they, they show you how they did it, but in the process of showing you, they do like about five other tricks or something in the same I imagine, I but that's just me jumping to conclusions, but they've always got... Um, I always get good reviews and that looks like that might be I see you've got um, got a lot of Richard Herring on there as per usual but Richard Herring isn't doing his podcast anymore with uh, Andrew Collins because they've split up they've, they've not split they're just on a friends style <laughs> 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 Andrew Collins is, 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 is getting his cheating on him with Josie Long uh, see this is you being all objectionable <laughs> I wouldn't I would never say anything like that um, yes but last year if anybody listened to that Andrew Collins and Richard Herring podcast last year, you featured on All But One. Yeah. Because you were in the front row. On all, all But One. All But The One that I went with you to, because we were, I was a bit late, so you weren't at the front of the queue, so you couldn't get the seat at the front. Yeah. So they didn't know you were there, so they couldn't slag you off. This year, Richard Herring's doing about 45 podcasts, which almost makes it more difficult. To is he doing two a day, or is he just in one day, or...? No, he's doing one a day, but he's doing like 21 or something. I think he only did 10 last year, and five yeah. the year before. So what is this, what format does this podcast take this year? It's, um, it's quite good. He sort of, um, I think he does about 10 minutes of material, about half an hour chatting with the comedy guest, and then oh, right. has someone else come on and do a slot at the end. So it's, it's like a, sort a chat of, show. A little bit, and it's the kind of comedy podcast I quite like, where over a lot of episodes you hear a lot of comedians that you wouldn't have heard before, and that's probably how I got oh, to know quite a few. It's uh, quite interesting. Yeah, through you know podcasts like the, the Guardian Fringe podcast and some of the sort of um, Marsha from XFM, where you learn about yeah comedians you wouldn't have otherwise heard. I mean, obviously I'm big into comedy. But I mean, those sorts of uh, fringe review shows are quite good. Preview shows where they have like a pick of the fringe type thing, where they have multiple guests, are often quite interesting. But 
but at the same token they're often quite expensive and well, that's half the of the stuff is often a bit rubbish and you're only going to go to one of them right if you buy a ticket whereas yeah, yeah. if it's on a podcast you can listen to all sorts of things and maybe it's a case of, of hearing people that you'll see next year but it's still I find it quite, quite a good way of um, I'm going to play some more music and I'm going to play I did say that uh, on was it Tuesday did I say it was Tuesday in my calendar I don't, um, I don't know when uh, yeah when I'm going to see Pet and My Tiny Robots I thought I'd maybe play a My Tiny Robots track as well that says Wednesday it says Wednesday you see I get confused because the iPad has Monday as the start of the week <laughs> and it should have it should have Sunday <laughs> at the start of the week
so on Twitter, just as uh, just as, as we were playing that, we were talking about the Hamiltons earlier on. Somebody on my Twitter feed has said it's Hillsters actually, who normally writes reviews of stuff in Edinburgh. And this isn't a directed at directed at us or anything. This is just a, an observation that they made on Twitter, which is right. Wellies on lunch with the Hamiltons. Here we go. Monkfish at the fest. Is that something different though? Because uh, their thing is called something different. I wonder if they've got like a dinner review show. Oh, you think they've got two shows? Oh, oh that's, even even ter- even, that's more terrifying than anything. Maybe it's just some other nice Hamiltons that we don't know about. Oh, you mean maybe it's someone entirely different? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> In which case, we've done a sort of Facebook style expose, and that's just going to, thousands of people are going to go to. Um, the I wrong show. Nice named Hamilton, but, uh, right, um, this afternoon there is something on this afternoon, and it's free, I believe. I hope it's free because I haven't brought any money with me. Um, but uh, the Scottish Independent Labels Record Fair. Are you aware of that? I've been told about it. Yeah, it's this afternoon, and it starts at two o'clock, I think. Oh no, one o'clock. One Where o'clock, is it? It's a summer hall. Um, summer hall, I think it's called. Okay. Which is Edinburgh. It used to be when I was at Edinburgh Uni. It was called Dick Vet. Because it was the Richard something veterinary school. Okay. It's uh, just at the corner of the meadows. Direct. If you you know where the um, play park is at the meadows. Yes. Yeah. Diagonally opposite the traffic lights. There's a okay. big old building there, and uh, that's where Summer Hall is. So if you are listening now, yeah. You if have, you're listening you still now, have a chance. <laughs> you have I don't know an hour before it starts, and but it goes until half past six. But there's live music there. There's um, I don't know who Seafield Road are, but they're playing first, and then debutante. Johnny Common, R.M. Hubbard, and Neil Pennycook from uh, Soul is playing as well. Mm-hmm. And he's on at half past six. But he's also on, I'm going to go and see him, uh, I don't know if I'll stay there for that, because I'm going to go and see him, you know, with at hand, are playing... Is uh, he playing, do you know if he's playing with, with well, is he the, part of the lineup? I don't know if he's part of the lineup. what you mean, uh, he often plays with the I mean, band. it's very changeable, the lineup. But, but he's actually doing an acoustic, or a oh, solo okay. set, uh, at the Queen's Hall. I should have a look at my day. Oh, the Queen's Hall thing, yes. Yeah, which is, I think, the 25th. When we're at Hannah doing a big show at the Queen's Hall, I I, I quite wanted to see that, and um, my good friend uh, Mike, I'll name drop him. He's he's well known in uh, quantum <laughs> physics communities. Basically said, all you ever do is go see Withered Hand in Verso, go see someone else. So well, I'm not I'm not sure I'm allowed. Withered Hand are also <laughs> playing today. Well, I'll go at see quarter to three at Avalanche so Records. If I go see them today, perhaps. Uh, I'll save some money the next time. Yeah, well, it'll be but free. If and you haven't seen them as many times of ice as I've seen them, do by all means look up the Queen's Hall website, see when they're playing. Yeah, but whatever you do, don't don't try and buy the tickets from the Queen's Hall website because I try to do that and it's an utter nightmare. Okay, buy them from a uh, scalper at no, the front no, of the night. because it's an Ed Fringe thing. You can buy from the Ed Fringe website. Okay. And if you're buying a lot of Ed Fringe tickets, then your booking fee is like kind of like you know just one booking fee oh, for and the you whole can just batch. Probably pick them up from any of the yeah. stalls around the festival. Exactly. Good see, tip. See, see. <laughs> Don't buy them from a scalper. I made a mistake. Yes, but anyway. Uh, that's this afternoon so I don't know what I'm going to do whether I'm going to head straight off to the record fair after this or, or, and then go to Avalanche or go to Avalanche I think I'll probably go to the record fair first I might do a bit of window shopping there yeah there's lots of Edinburgh independent record sorry Scottish independent record labels like Chemical Underground and uh, Jerry Loves Records and Song by Toad and um, I think Kid Canaveral are actually going to be manning the fence records stand as well mm-hmm. and they might have some copies of their vinyl will they be sitting on the fence record stand oh dear I've, I've missed the Me. terrible puns. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> There's a reason why we don't do this podcast more often. That hurts. <laughs> that really cuts. 
what else should we be going seeing? Well, I was just in a preview you know what show. I'm, what I'm most weekend. disappointed about is that I'm a little bit obsessed with bad reviews, and I do encourage people if you, you know, regardless of whether you even care about the Edinburgh uh, Fringe Festival at all, go on the Chorda website and sort by zero star reviews. <laughs> it's a very funny thing to do. Um, but the one, obviously, one of the key ones that people remember from last year was. Um, don't even remember the name of the performer, but it, it was Dark Side of the Poon, which just yes. looked absolutely, absolutely horrendous. Got a zero star review on Chortle, and then he then photocopied a sort of image of zero stars, which looks like five white stars instead oh, of five like black stars, and put on his posters five white stars, Chortle. I mean, like the picture, so it looked like he got five stars. But I had some little app on my iPhone that every day offered you free tickets to different shows. His show was on there every single day. It's not always. I mean, I love I love reading the guide and just looking for what looks like the worst possible show. I wouldn't go though. I'm not that heavily hipstery. <laughs> the thing is, that I saw. So the show was free. It wasn't a free show. They just this app had free tickets for All every right, day because they presumably were absolutely not selling. It's actually any. quite a good tip. Is uh, the first weekends and especially when it's bucking down a rain is there's actually quite a lot of free show tickets being handed out. Yeah, especially if you um, go to the Pleasance Courtyard. Yeah, and also this is the time of the fringe to do it because there's often shows that actually are quite good but people don't know yet because it's quite early on in the fringe so now is the time to do it later on during the fringe um, it's probably not as uh, once, especially once they announce the award uh, nominations it gets a bit nuts especially if they're yeah. free shows that are nominated but you see last year I went to see there was um, I went to see Charlie Nye's show which was at the assembly rooms mm-hmm. um, and it was a uh, it wasn't very busy at all and it was like a sort of two for one tickets even though it was like the last week of the fringe and it was a great show um, so there are some kind of uh, ones I guess that kind of fall under the radar sometimes and well, also I know the Richard Crane podcast definitely isn't selling out and you can get cash prizes there so <laughs> again he's not paying me in cash but and you, I know you're going to go see any but well, not, not I, w- with... I will eventually it'll probably be a last minute booking but uh, fair enough yeah I will eventually I'm going to I was going to say I'm going to play you know it seems appropriate um, to play a track by Withered Hand I like uh, them even though they're kind of, I was on an arm because not only are they playing today but they're also playing in a week's time and then, well they're maybe, always playing maybe I'll just play you're always going to see them I hear most of the time yeah Love is it? 
sudden ending yeah and it didn't have the hay that I'm so used to yeah they did you just weren't listening oh, okay. uh, someone actually walked past and started talking as, as it ended so that confused me oh I me. probably just thought he was talking to someone else <laughs> um, okay bring up your little thing that shows us what, what else we can talk about in our preview <laughs> preview of the weekend because we haven't seen to, been to any shows yet in was the that my list of people yeah 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 no that's a really good list it was okay. so good that you did that because uh, I didn't um well, hopefully for the future podcasts, um, we will have some. Uh, we'll have been at some shows, and maybe we'll even have talked to some people, and we'll have some interviews and be exciting stuff. And hopefully, we'll find a quieter place to do the podcast in. Yeah, possibly in an underground cavern somewhere with no Wi-Fi. Yeah, well, so we don't have to do it live, <laughs> <laughs> so we don't have that whole extra complication, technical difficulties. I like being libelous. That's the thing. Yeah, I didn't have to spend too long going and editing out all of your nonsensical, potentially libelous ramblings last time, though. Okay. Who do we think's good? Robin Ince. I saw him last year with uh, Michael Legg. Is that the is that the show that he's doing at the Free Fringe? He's doing that again at the Free Fringe during the no, daytime? He's generally doing about five or six shows a day. Um, I did see him on Twitter. He'd asked if there was anyone, uh, any scientists from Edinburgh University or Napier he wanted to come and do bits on his show but he yeah. missed out he missed out Harry Watt maybe That's he doesn't consider that to be a proper university anti-Scots racism <laughs> there's probably more Scottish people there yeah I think so um Rich Hall he's always quite good but um, I haven't seen him in person yet I see he got a four star review from Edinburgh Spotlight today as well which um, is I'm trying to see yeah there's quite a few things that I've well, this was John Luke Roberts, we saw him last year with, um, did you see that show? No, I didn't. It was him sort of, yeah, it's <laughs> Someone's just pulled a big suitcase past us. No, a noisy that? suitcase, Why I think the wheel's do? broken on it. Um, John Luke Roberts is very good last year, again, but you just, you don't know how it'll be this year, but um, he was covering up the fact that he was committing a murder live on stage. <laughs> uh, it was a little bit edgy. It sounds good. It's about fun. I've got um, I've got loads of music actually. This is really weird because it, it's normally what happens at the festival is I have lots of comedy and a bit of sort of theatery things and even dance things. Uh, but this year there's only a handful of comedy and it's mostly music I'm going to see. So there's uh, next Sunday, the week today is Admiral Fallow and Kid Canaveral at the Edge Festival, which is at the Liquid Rooms. Mm-hmm. I think it's almost sold out as well. So if anybody is interested, you should do that quickly. Um, 
Kristen Hirsch from the Three Muses is playing loads of gigs. Suitcase is coming back. <laughs> oh, and it's stopping right beside us. That's good. Um, yeah, she's Kristen Hirsch is doing a thing, uh, a chat about her biography, autobiography, at the book festival on uh, the third. No, not third. Seventeenth. Uh, but the day before, she's doing a free gig at the book festival as well. And then after that, she's doing two gigs at Cabaret Voltaire. So you, you can see a, a four, of, day, four nights in a row if you wanted. There's a lot of Kristen Hirsch in that calendar there. There is, but there's one... One of the days clashes with Henry Rollins at the Queen's Hall. So I'm going to have to Again, duck out of the Kristen Hirsch. That was one, one we, were, we were maybe going to see last year. didn't get around to it. He's really good value. Yeah. I think it's his 50th birthday tour or something like that. So it's sort of celebration. Um, but it does say an evening with Henry Rollins or an evening of spoken word you just missed it it was on that page uh-huh. so I think it's going to be uh, I think it's going to be a long night because last time we saw him he kind of carried on talking and talking and went on for about two and a half hours and they just eventually turned the lights on at the venue and threw him out so uh, but at least he's got a venue all to himself this time so apparently it's hard sitting hard hitting side splitting and always in your face well, I don't know if it's in your face. Oh, well. It depends how close you are to the front. Basically, you're calling the writers of the Edinburgh Fringe Guide liars. No, I don't think they write that stuff. I think I think promoters write that and then send it to the Edinburgh Fringe. Do you think you're allowed to describe yourself as in your face? <laughs> it's, it's one of his people has described him as in your face. No, but that's what I mean. I think that's a bit presumptuous. You can't get in your own face, right? Anyway. How on earth would he know? That same week, the day after Henry Rollins, on the 20th, Saturday the 20th, is um, Ox Jam Wee Twee Eve. Wee Twee Eve. Yeah, it's got some uh, little Edinburgh folky bands playing at that. Does that mean the next day is Wee Twee Day? I'm not sure, actually, but it's at Pilrig St Paul's Church, okay. which is a great place to see. Have you seen any gigs there? Um, yeah, I saw Calvin Johnson there. Oh, right, excellent. And um, didn't even know what he looked like at that stage. I watched him drinking tea, I think, <laughs> while he was watching uh, other Edinburgh locals. Yeah, last time I was there, uh, it was to see Darren Heyman and Guy we were with. When Darren Heyman went, started to play, he went, Oh, that's Darren Heyman. <laughs> that guy was just sitting right next to us drinking beer. <laughs> he doesn't look like he sounds. Who? Which one? Calvin Johnson? Darren Heyman. Yeah, I kind of know what he looks like. Though, <laughs> yeah. Kind yeah. Of, yeah. Um, and, but the other good thing about it is that it's bring your own beer. Which I say it's a good and a bad thing because it can be messy. Yeah, if you end up thinking, oh, it'll be cheap to buy eight cans. <laughs> but it is right next door to Scotland, it's quite cheap for yeah. beer as well. Uh, and then uh, the week after that, I'm going through all my music y things. This is a music y section. Um, it's Sebado after that. You find a Sebado? I don't know them that well <gasps> Philistine anyway Sebado uh, they're re-releasing uh, Bake Sale I think which is one of their classic albums or a deluxe edition you made me, a, made me a mixtape <laughs> an all Sebado mixtape yeah that's the 24th and that's the day um, before we live hands so, so that's all my musicy things but that's just the ones I've got pencil in right now but I'm anticipating seeing a lot more do you know if anything else coming up or what, music Yeah. No, no, you put me on the spot. Why, oh. did, you, why did you do that? Because you asked me if I knew who Sebado were. <laughs> uh, I don't actually have a Sebado track to play, so I can't even... Uh, I can't even do that. So I'm just going to play something completely unrelated instead.
I think it's finished. That was nice. Yeah, I like that. It's some. Uh, it's it's uh, Scandinavian. I forget which Scandinavian country because I haven't haven't written any notes for this podcast. Probably the Faroe Islands. <laughs> That's Usually, not Scandinavian. It is. Good, is it? Yeah, yeah. Even all the way up there. Yep, fans of Scandinavia write in and prove Johnny wrong. <laughs> Faroe Islands, Scandinavian. I I used to. I seriously thought they were Egyptian, but. Um, <laughs> That's, that's is that the sort of that's the level of geography you get told in Canada? I'd never heard of them until I, you know, first thought they might be watch Egyptian. the football match. No, we don't watch that in Canada. All oh, right. In the Faroe Islands, as far as I'm aware, do not have an ice hockey team. Sorry, uh, you're obsessed with suitcases. Um, she just keeps just, going past. She waits until we're about to speak, and then she goes back with a passport. Probably suitcase. it's filled with leaflets for an afternoon with the Hamiltons. <laughs> I'd say actually everybody with suitcases and walking around here, they are all filled with leaflets and uh, almost certainly. What have you you've chosen two fantastic looking things from the French program there? What well, have you got uh, firstly, there? I'm drawn in by the picture. One is they've, an, take, they've, they've really gone to town with the photograph. There. One is this, an uh, Irish flag, but it's fit into a square, so the green and the orange bars are slightly shorter than the, or, you know, thinner than they usually are. Then you've got the the um, saltire again. It's a square saltire, so a little bit different than you you might expect. But it's the best of Irish comedy and the best of Scottish comedy. So if you're interested in a sort of comedy racial profiling night out and just think, oh, I'd hate to, you know, hear someone... They're missing a trick there because there's many other ones they could they could have a whole a whole array of different countries, well, couldn't they? probably 279 or something like that. <laughs> there is no best of Faroese comedy, but I would, I would pay to see the best of Faroese comedy. Would you I'd maybe go for the best of Samoan comedy? I'd get a free ticket for the best of Faroese comedy, actually. Fair enough. Fair enough, yeah. But, um... The review for Best of Scottish Comedy says, great value in a relaxed environment. So, <laughs> that sounds like... Does that mean it's not going to be very busy? I, it's <laughs> cheap, and, cheap and quiet. Well, they're saying four great comics for £12, so what they're saying is it's £3 per comedian. That's great value. It's the sort of Asda own brand uh, comedy night. <laughs> and you can guarantee they'll all be Scottish. Excellent. Because there's not enough Scottish comedians at the stand throughout the rest of the year. But they've also chosen Irish as well. Yep, it's also excellent value. Um, Great crack, is what it says. Yep, that's because they're Irish. And um, wonderful lineup truly justifies show's title. I'm not sure whether that's justifying the word best or the word that's Irish. Of course, that's, of course, just a review of one particular show that did have a lineup that justified the show's title. No, I think that you, to. Trade's description, the evening news would have had to have gone to every single show to write a nine-word review. Uh, so I don't think I'll be... It's, you know, it's, it's difficult to make yourself go to a show that's got the word best in it. You've chosen... There's a lot of there's a lot of ones on that page, best. You've obviously gone straight for the B, just to pick out the best. Well, you know, B is a good letter, but... Uh, best of White Leaf Comedy Club? Don't know what that is. Well, it's the best of it, though, so... Okay, there's got a picture of a dog. If you like dogs, you might like that. It's getting uh, it's getting <laughs> noisier in here. It's getting lunchtime. I think we and should. My brain is slowly. And, and, and you really want to buy some records? Uh, yeah, I do. Well, it's now twenty past twelve, so I've got to really get get some food and then get along to the record fair. I think. That's and then the I think plan. we've got to do some serious preparation for next week. Well, no, next this is just a preview yeah. of what we're going to go and see next week. Like I say, we'll have seen things. There will be interviews inserted into the show. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's, all, it's all planned out. Oh. <laughs> well. Well, there's one. There's one planned out. I can't wait to see that word document. <laughs> so, um, I'm going to play a Merceau track. I like Merceau. Because Neil Pennington's playing today at half past six at the Summer Hall record fair thing. 
So it seemed only appropriate. This is Flitting by Missile.
that's my soul and flitting and that's I think I think we should probably end the podcast it's been moderately unsuccessful I think <laughs> that's always a great way to describe things it's as if we could have done better at being unsuccessful if we tried but we'll, we're getting there we'll definitely we'll try harder last next time <laughs> we should have tried harder last time <laughs> on the podcast like I say it was a preview featuring lots of suitcases rolling by um, on today's podcast yes you heard us give us a ramble about various things we may go and say or may not but next time we will review things because we'll have been to see things we'll still be rambling well I will have been to see things you may have been to see things and like I say hopefully we'll have some chats with people and plugs for shows and other such things but anyway what I played on today's podcast what we played rather on today's podcast we played um, in, in no particular order because I didn't take a note of the order we played The Spook School in History, we played Holy Connie and Flying Around in Space, we played um, Rock Bossa Nova by My Tiny Robots, we played With a Hand, New Dawn, uh, we played Merceau and Flitting, and then we played uh, we played Pet and Watch You Building. PE teachers, yep. PE teachers, we did indeed. I'll ask you a quick question. Yes, ask what, do, what do you think about the neon gimp uh, look for the Fringe programme? Uh, How do you think it compares with last year's beautiful line drawings? I'm I'm never a fan of the French <laughs> programs. They're always what? quite. Uh, but this one, uh, yeah, it's not. It's a bit strange. Yeah. It's great for <laughs> it's great for podcasts to describe a picture. I think uh, so. Okay. We should probably imagine it, it, uh, imagine a neon gimp. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> that sounds like the time to end the podcast. <laughs> bye bye.